Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, New Zealand has had a strong footprint in the world of motor racing for generations. We all know our rich history extends back to some of the founding fathers of pro racing. And in more recent times, IndyCar has been a happy hunting ground for Kiwis, led by one of our greatest ever athletes and Scott Dixon. Then after dominating supercars down under, it was Scott McLaughlin's turn to have a crack on the big stage in America. Turns out he has a knack too for open wheel racing. And most recently, the youngest of them, Marcus Armstrong, has taken up an opportunity with Chip Ganassi Racing to strengthen the Kiwi contingent in the IndyCar series. And what an impression he has made too at only 22 years of age and leading the Rookie Championship currently. It's been a hard and fast induction to the world of IndyCar, but so far, Marcus is handling himself quite beautifully, and uh, he's on the line for us uh, from America as we speak. Uh, Marcus, uh, good morning, New Zealand time. I think good afternoon where you are, but uh, thanks very much for your time this morning. Yeah, good morning, and um, yeah, you're welcome. It's good to be here. Okay, right. Uh, you made the decision to change. You got the opportunity. Have you? I mean, you've been successful wherever you've been, particularly in motor racing. So oh, I just wonder: have you um, have you enjoyed every uh, every moment of it? I mean, have you looked back and thought, "I've done the wrong thing here"? Uh, tell us your impressions to this point. Yeah, it's been. I mean, I'm only 22, but it seems like it's been a very long time since I made the decision to move overseas. I moved to Europe when I was very young um, and probably 13 more or less. And from there, I, I've been sort of chasing um, the dream, for lack of a better word, just to race professionally first in Formula One and now in IndyCar. So um, I feel like there's no better profession in the world, if I'm honest, but I'm very, very lucky and I'm doing my passion. So there's been there's been no regrets um, from my point of view, but it's um, it's awesome to finally have landed on my feet in, in one way or another here in, in America. Um, it's a um, super-duper competitive championship and I'm lucky to, to be here, honestly. Marcus, can you, you just uh, tell us uh, the difference in the demands of being an IndyCar driver uh, to be where you've been so far? I mean, how how much more intense and how much more of uh, your week, your, the mental side of your life, does it take up? There's a lot of preparation that goes into every race. Um, physically, these IndyCars are very difficult. I mean, like, it's the genuine they're animals to drive the steering wheel is constantly trying to rip out of your hand and not to mention the g-forces and everything so it's very difficult um but that's a challenge that i really like because you can make a difference certainly with your fitness um and also the hot uh, roughly around 50 to 55 degrees inside the car during a race so it's um it's, it's a bit of a sauna that's <laughs> it's like riding a bull that's somehow in a sauna so um that's that's interesting and I find like that's a cool place to try and differentiate yourself from others 
um, because to maintain focus in that environment is not always easy. Um, and then there's so many variables as well. Like um, there's a whole team behind you. It's crucial that everyone's performing at their best, not only me. So I've got a whole group of engineers, mechanics. I have a strategist. Um, you know, I've got a really fantastic team behind me and they try and help me do my job better and I try and help them do theirs better. So there's, it's a cool dynamic. Um, it's a it's a real team sport, probably a lot more than what people think. Oh, that's an interesting one because um, you are part of a very powerful, well-performed team in uh, Chip Canassi, uh, and the resources I would imagine are unbelievably, they run really deep. But at the end of the day, you are separate drivers in separate cars, so how far does the teamwork stretch? Well, we obviously there's four drivers in the team. Um, we all help each other fairly heavily. There's... There's um, three very experienced guys alongside me. Um, I'm the youngest of the lot, um, which is which is cool. Um, but the engineers, I think they are they're the true troopers that serve the team. Um, you know, a lot of my engineers have been competing in IndyCar, winning winning races and championships from before I was born. So um, there's there's a whole lot of knowledge there that um, I'm pretty fortunate to just sort of uh, tap into and I'm a true historian of the sport so I really like to ask a lot of questions and you know understand how they were winning races back then and how it can correlate to now if that makes sense. On that uh, subject of course we we mentioned before um, Scott Dixon's part of your team of course Scott McLaughlin not but uh, there is a Kiwi connection there how closely do uh, you guys communicate? We communicate very closely. Um, like I said, we're teammates. We're all trying to go forwards and um, we're trying to win races. But to win a championship, you certainly need your teammates' help. So I think everyone sort of understands that and we all try and work towards that goal. Um, Scott Dixon and I, we're fairly close. Um, McLaughlin, I don't I don't see him a lot, honestly, because we're all, you know, we're sort of in a in a in a bubble which isn't a famous word now but we are sort of like you know together team team at, at a time uh, and he's obviously in team Penske so um, I don't see him a lot I see him occasionally in the autograph session and and uh, off track occasionally but yeah I feel pretty fortunate to be um, a part of a, a very successful group of uh, Kiwi drivers that are in IndyCar. Obviously, both Scots are tremendously successful. Um, and it's cool to see, uh, in particular, how Scott Dixon works um, as we are yeah, teammates and he sits right across the engineering table from me. Marcus, uh, you talked before about the, the difference of the car and uh, you referred to it, which is a great saying, like uh, riding a bull... Uh, a, a bucking ball in, inside a sauna, which is quite an incredible uh, way to put it. What about the circuits? Uh, what about the the adjusting to the style of circuit you're driving on? Yeah, that's uh, that's another variable as well. I've been used to Europe sort of spoil to weave it by the tracks in Europe, um, in the sense that they're always very smooth and resealed every single year. So if we go to a street track, for example, Monaco or Baku. In Azerbaijan, it's always resurfaced just before we arrive to make sure it's smooth and griffy. Um, 
here in America, it's a bit different. You can have a lot of different track surfaces, um, very bumpy, um, different grip levels depending on the surfaces. There's a whole lot of variables with the circuits um, that I haven't had to deal with overseas in Europe before. Um, and that might sound a bit silly, but it does make a big difference to how you drive the race car. So um, I'm, I feel like it's been fairly natural so far. Like I haven't struggled too much learning tracks, but I feel like that's one of my strengths. Um, and to be fair, I haven't gone to a lot of the tracks yet. I've, where I've still got, um, I've got five more races to go. So I've got five new tracks to learn. Within that, uh, what are your goals for the remainder of the season? I mean, at the moment, you're leading the rookie side of things, uh, which is outstanding in itself for your start, but uh, what are your goals for the remainder of the season? Yeah, we have a lot of potential, I think. We've had really good pace over the last couple of races. Um, I think that in the near future, I think we can start to look at podiums. Uh, we've been certainly competing for them recently. We've had the pace for... We've had a race-winning car pace in my opinion so um, that's what I'm going to try and focus on over the next couple of races I don't want to set um, you know crazy expectations on myself but I do think that we're capable of it so um, I feel like yeah the results are coming it's just trying to get that pace level of learning um, out of the way and then we can try and smash out those good results uh, I mean, you're 22 years of age. What, what you're doing is is quite incredible in itself. Uh, but where does um, where does your level of confidence uh, come from as such? I mean, when you take on um, a new uh, style of racing with a whole new level of machinery, etc. I, I mean, I just wonder how long does it take for you to feel at home as such within the group, within the car, etc. Um. Uh obviously it takes time to get the most of it um but if i'm honest with you i i feel like it's quite a natural car to drive you sort of trust your instinct a little bit um i've been racing for most of my life now so um this car in particular does move around a lot there's a lot of sliding and um that in some way makes it more easy because you can feel where the limit of the grip is so um I feel like I've adjusted very quickly to this car uh, and the circuits. And, yeah, it's just all natural, really, just not overthinking it too much. Um, I wish I could give you a proper answer for it. But, um, yeah, just follow your instincts. No, that makes sense, Marcus. Louis here, mate. Great to hear you uh, on the show this morning. And, and you sound like you're pretty calm and enjoying your time. I do wonder around the fact that you are essentially competing in an american sport at the moment and you've been in europe you know when you go out to these autograph sessions or you're out and you see the fans does it culturally is it a lot different from where you have been competing it's a hell of a lot different to new zealand and growing up in christchurch right so you know do the fans does the atmosphere change does it feel more you know like the nba the nfl versus formula one and being in that system yeah it's um i've got I've been pretty lucky, really. I've I've seen a whole, um, you know, over over in F1, over in Europe, the the fans are quite young, I would say, um, which is great for Formula One. They have young fans, and and because of that, they sort of watch Formula Two. And then in New Zealand and in America, I find that it's quite a 
traditional sort of fan base where like they've been following Formula One, uh, sorry, motorsport for their entire lives and they're very, very passionate about it. And I see that over here in America, um, there'll be people coming to the races that have been coming there for, you know, for the last 30 odd years. I've met a few people along the way that have sat, they've sat in the same grandstand seat for, you know, forever. So, um, it's pretty cool. I, I don't have the impression that I'm in an NFL stadium, but, um, I'm a big NFL fan myself, but um, it's cool to to see really here in America. There's a, there's a big following of IndyCar, probably a lot more than um, people realize. And IndyCar is also growing over in Europe. So a lot of European drivers are starting to look at IndyCar as as the, the best destination for themselves, as I have. And I think that over the next five years, this championship is going to be even more international than it is now. Do you have any downtime? I mean, what do you do? You're 22 years of age, uh, living the life in, a, in the United States of America. What is downtime? What is uh, what is um, switch off mode for you? Uh, there's not a lot of downtime. I'm I'm in the middle of the season at the moment, so just trying to keep my head in the game, not not try and do anything silly at the moment. But um, <laughs> when the season ends, uh, I'll come back to New Zealand at some point, hang out with the family, and disconnect in that way um i'll be straight back into training as soon as the season ends i feel like at the moment we're just going from track to track to track and don't have a lot of time to do training so it'd be good to sort of get a couple of months of proper gym work in before the season the next season starts um so um yeah i feel like it's not too much of a chore doing what i am now what i'm doing now so it's uh i'm, I'm a very lucky man so uh, IndyCar is uh, looking long term uh, for you, Marcus. Uh, you keep your options open, I, I guess. But um, uh, is that what you're planning uh, as we sit here and talk now? Um, yes, I, I feel like I've found my home here in America. Um, I don't know what the future holds specifically, but I know what I want to do, and that's to compete in IndyCar. Um, I think Scott Dixon's the blueprint for that. So, um, yeah, I enjoy the racing here. The cars are amazing. The The competition level is so high. I feel like it's great to challenge myself every single weekend, and I'm doing what, I'm, what I love um, fundamentally. But, yeah, these I'd say the main attraction to just staying here is how great the cars are, how much fun it is to compete. And the the culture over here, it's a the racing mentality. It's more of a lifestyle than a job, so um, that makes it a whole lot easier for me. And I think it also sort of helps my performance, honestly. So, uh, what's next in terms of uh, the next venue, etc.? And how do you how do you build into that? I mean, how soon do you get there? Um, how much time do you spend in the car prior to um, you know the green light going? The next the next competition is in Mid Ohio. That's a circuit, um, quite a small circuit, very very technical, low speed. Um, it's pretty much the opposite to what I would have driven in overseas. But I do like these sorts of circuits um, because it's just trying to find the grip wherever it is. Um, this circuit I think will be strong for our team. So. Uh, I need to just learn the track as quickly as possible and 
and hit the ground running really which we've been doing at most circuits this year so uh, I know what I need to do and I think that um, we're going to have a good result. Well, Marcus, uh, it's been great that you've uh, found some time uh, for us and our listeners because you have a ma- massive following, as you're well aware of, uh, back home, and IndyCar gets a, a hell of a lot of exposure because of the Kiwi involvement there. Uh, terrific first season. Let's uh, hope uh, it continues and you uh, make the progress and achieve the goals that you wanted uh, to do that and uh, look forward to seeing you home at some stage as well. Marcus Armstrong, thank you very much uh, for taking the time for us.